whenever, wherever we're meant to be together. Or in this case, these scattered scattered pieces will be together. But um, bump. There it is, you all. <laughs> what? Why up? you always be using this radio voice? Like that's not your real voice. You do realize that, right? Hi, all you sophisticated hot you make boys and hot girls. Oh my god. Okay, cool kids, cats bop. and kittens. Okay, kids, bop. <laughs> What? I was just trying to throw some stuff out there to greet the people. Okay. Anyway. Who else didn't I greet? I gotta greet the. You ain't greet me. Well, how how you doing? I'm just Peach King. I'm just as good as it gonna get. You know, just as You're happy. Speaking as of peach cobbler, sounds good right now. Man, look, with some vanilla ice cream. Send us some peach cobbler. Anyway. Well, if you know how to cook it, make sure you're using fresh peaches. If not, keep it. Yeah, the peach truck stays in rotation. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Scattered Pop. I definitely said you was going to do the greeting this time. All right, well. All right, yeah. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and hit that. Okay. Welcome to The Scattered Podcast. You got me. I want a new name, but today I'm going to be Miss Nasty. The fact that you folded your arms like a three-year-old, like, I want a new name. I don't like this. I don't like this confetti at my birthday. <laughs> Okay, I did, girl. but yeah, I'm gonna think of something just mm -hmm. to give myself like an alternative, like a little other identity. Mm -hmm. And then across from me, which I, you, you're looking at me like, girl, Miss <laughs> Trenchbull over here. <laughs> now you... that you said that, I think I'm gonna just go by the cussing deaconess now, because you know I be preaching and cussing, cussing and preaching. Go right in this bitch. So yeah, I feel like it goes together. It goes together. Mm -hmm. I gotta find something else. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have something by next time. Something's gonna. It gotta be me. DJ something though, because your playlist be. Slapping. I mean, I'm not gonna let me not say it's gotta be because it's your name, so it's your, it's your prerogative. I don't know. Speaking of prerogatives, speaking of, it's my prerogative. Which team are you? Honestly, with all due respect, I'm not picking either one. Me either. I'm neutral <laughs> because I was jamming and jugging and shoulder bopping and two stepping. Um, Y'all was disrespectful as hell talking about Bobby Brown trying to hit them notes <laughs> from when he was a kid. Twitter had me in shambles the whole fucking verses i was like you know what all y'all going to hell people have to realize bobby brown is a survivor <clears throat> okay all jokes aside real shit he if if he if y'all caught him on a good day when he soaked his ankles he has he has moves <laughs> he has moves girl i just bought me some more the other day <laughs> anymore anyway anyway um he his voice has Got a little rasp mm -hmm. to it now. But like you said, he has been through a lot. Though. He's been through a lot. So to still be able to see him up there when he grabbed the uh, little mic stand, I knew mm -hmm. he was going to get a little little jug. And I'm, hey, I just want to hear some stuff from the Don't Be Cruel album. I heard it. I went and found my Tenderoni necklace. <laughs> Not my Tenderoni necklace. I was excited. I don't wear necklaces too much. If I can get, I'm going to have to find a bracelet because I'm more of a bracelet person. But. Shaw, Keep Sweat had a damn Beijing sponsorship because that hat was jet black. <laughs> it was not 1B. It was His definitely. His was on good. It was definitely street tar. I was like, sir. And he, did you see him when he like wiped his head and he was like trying to, and he, he was like he about to wipe it on his pants and he looked at his hand like, oh shit, my bad. I don't hope anybody catch that. I caught it, sir. I caught him doing the little, uh, the pat. Oh, like, let me make sure my, my lace ain't up kind of pat. I caught oh. him doing one of those in the beginning. But he did not disappoint the Chirac. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Chirac, as he called it, had him lit. Which if anybody drinks Chirac, you know. <laughs> Two shots and you finna start slurring. That's all it takes. <laughs> Diddy, I don't know what he was thinking. Man. But every time I drink it, 
I'm ready to pull off my shirt and twist over my head like a helicopter <laughs> every single Love time. It. Love to hear it. Um, yeah, they both did really good. I enjoyed the entire verses. Yep. I like the part when Key Sweat did the uh, I'm the like skinny yes. Key Sweat with Drake's yes. little um, uh, verbiage or whatever, a little script. And then, um, and then he went into Make It Last Forever. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize he had wrote some of the songs he had written. And oh, Key Sweat. Mm-hmm. Mm, correct. I was very, very surprised. And mm-hmm. I did like also uh, when Bobby would sing like with him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. Yep. I thought that was cute. Now, only thing I can say about Bobby Brown's set is they did a few new edition songs I would have not done. Yeah, it was a few I heard too and I was like, why did I do this one? Yeah, I don't know and I wondered because if anybody pays attention, new edition is like broken up and I don't know if right. they could only use so much or mm-hmm. what they could use or whatever but i didn't like how they when they did the little kid ones yeah i'm not gonna lie unpopular opinion i can't stand mr telephone man girl i was just about to say my shit as soon as i heard it mr telephone man there's something wrong with my life oh shit <laughs> i waited for puberty to start liking them because oh that is not it for me i like this song i like this song. <laughs> I think it's the first time we ever had one of these where you was like, no. No. I'm not here for Mr. Telephone. If y'all can see the look of disgust on my face. Is it a reason why you just didn't like it in general? For the same reason that I just don't like certain, I don't know, maybe it's like overplayed. Maybe that's a possibility. Or something like that. And then the the hot, it just gives me, it reminds me of Alvin and the Chipmunks. And I'm just not here for it. And then they wasn't cute back then. And a lot of teats and hairlines. The little little Eddie Monster hairline. Yeah. (laughs) Now, when they, you know, got older, when they got to the part where it was like, uh, what's when they did with the video and they did the dance routine? I can't think of the name of the song right now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, that, Can You Stand the Rain, all that, I was here from there. Because mm-hmm. they was grown, they looked like something, hey, kind of. Can You Stand the Rain is that shit. That, that song slide forever. Did I tell you about the time that, uh, we started singing that in church? Okay, so let me tell you Okay, because I'm confused. <laughs> you look like, like what? That in okay, so uh, it wasn't my main pastor. It was another pastor was preaching. Mm-hmm. And that was his title, Can You Stand the Rain. Good little sermon. He was mediocre at best. So it was a good little sermon. Mm-hmm. I remember I was ushering that Sunday, so I was sitting. It was like we were in uh, in between building before we moved, mm-hmm. and so it was kind of small. In the mission church, yeah, <laughs> gave you like old school, tiny shack. So mm-hmm. there was a chair in the back. I'm just sitting out in the middle of the floor like this, listening. And I'm like, all right, he he talking about something, and then he started quoting the song, and he was like, y'all know the song. Next thing I know, everybody has joined in, and we are like singing the chorus. I was like, see, this is why I become see, here. <laughs> this is why we have fun. No, ma'am. This, this is why I be here. No bueno. Well, let's talk about, I know there was a, a, a particular part of the verses that you absolutely, I know you were smiling from ear to ear, grinning, skinning, he he hell, when they did the dedication to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Bursting at the seams. You already know. That was nice. I enjoyed that yeah. segment too because I like Michael. I'm not like a Michael fan like you. Like no disrespect. I mean, I have my few songs that I like by him, but I'm not. 
I mean, I, I enjoyed the segment. And I'm glad that uh, Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown got their flowers now while they're alive. That's and I, right. I really hope BET honors them while they're alive. Like, you know how they do, like, how this year they did it for Queen Latifah. Mm -hmm. I, I hope they do it for... question for you. I hope they do it for, um, I would say, Eddie LaVert, father. <laughs> Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. Um, so this came to me randomly the other day. And this is so off topic, but it's just an idea of giving uh, roses. Mm-hmm. Has any, like, and I mean, BET, NAACP, anybody ever, like, gave Robert Townsend anything? Nope, and they should, because Robert Townsend has gave us some motherfucking heat. I know. I thought about that the other day, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, he definitely gave us some really good shows and movies. Yeah. So. Oh, and I want to even, I want to go back to before that versus... I got to say a couple things about the one before that when we got Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. Can I just tell you all, our listeners, I enjoyed that one as well. Which one was it that came on? I was at my homegirl house in Chattanooga, right? So I was at her house and I was like, uh, her fiance had left to go somewhere. So me and her was in the house watching the verses or whatever, having a really good time. Hey, Liv! So we was in the house chilling or whatever, and I was like, now watch, as soon as Booty Me or, um, <laughs> what's the other song by him? Um, it's another, Which like, twerk song. Uh, Donk? Donk. I said either Donk or Booty Me gonna come on, and uh, her fiance is gonna be on his way home. As soon as Booty Me came on, he was pulling in the garage. I was in the room like, let me get my twerk in before he come up in here. <laughs> on that one, when they did I Was Waiting on Shootout. So <laughs> now keep in mind if y'all been keeping up, I've you know been stricken. Well, I don't even know if I told y'all, but I was stricken with the arthritis in my ankle. Not okay, the author, father. So I'm finally, you know, as you can see, I'm finally able to walk and not look like I got two, <laughs> you know, a short leg and a long leg. Um, Arg! <laughs> there she blows. So when shootout came on, I was going to dance. <laughs> it's a determination. Love it. I was going to dance. Love it, buddy. So I'm up. I done went and got my, my ankle stabilizer before it came on. And I was like, got the Velcro. All of this before 40. Yes. <laughs> got it strapped tight. Because I was going to hit my pool palace. Forget that. Yes. I was not going to not hit my pool palace. Hey, come on. And I did hit my pool palace. <laughs> and then when I got done, I piled my ankle right back on them pillows. <laughs> And I continued to watch the rest of it. <laughs> By the time they got to the part where they brought Romeo out, I was in full tickle mode. I was cracking up because I was like, this is a holy trinity. <laughs> I mean, it was a holy if we, trinity. If we're going to be a thousand percent honest, I mean, you had Soldier Boy. I mean, you had Bow Wow versus Romeo for the longest. Me yeah. personally, I'm a Bow Wow woman. I uh, Apparently I was too because I knew like all the songs. I was like, <laughs> I know these songs. Yep. Um, Ghetto Girls probably my favorite song by Bow Wow. Ghetto Girls. I was about to hit it like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hit that little Harlem shake. Yeah. He was so serious when he did that Harlem shake. I was like, no. Shot. When he shot. did that Harlem shake, my response was, no words. I was like, did he really just do that? And then and part of me like. With a serious face. It hit me and I was like, hey. Like, it took me a minute. Because <laughs> I didn't know he was going to do that. So I just looked like, no. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay. let y'all know he ain't he, the one to play with he was excited he got he came back with the hairstyle he had a grown-up version of his little boy jersey mm -hmm. 
Yeah, well, that jersey was already big on him on that album cover, so maybe that was the same jersey. Don't ain't nobody, ain't no telling. <laughs> he might still be wearing the same one. You know what? Long so, as you watch it, that's all. Soldier Boy, bless his heart. Soldier Boy was like, uh, "What he said? He said, and I'm about to play it again.' Remember, we had the remix to. Um, he played that song seventeen times. He was like, and this the one with Nicki on. It's the remix. Everybody was like, bruh. I was like, you play this goddamn song one more time. Let's spin the block back to Keith Sweat and damn um, Bobby Brown. Chirac. I should say it. <laughs> Look how I spell Keith. K-E-I-F. Keith Sweat. <laughs> Might as well. Because that's exactly how he was acting. He was acting like a Keith. He yeah. wasn't acting like Keith. So, so um, Afion Crockett. <laughs> Afion Crockett and Spice Adams. If y'all don't know who they are, you are sleeping. Please get on Instagram, on social media, and watch that live oh, after the verses because they, Atheon is a fool. When they did uh, the Bobby Brown versus Keith Sweat, Spice Adams broke character because Atheon Crockett was being <laughs> a plum damn fool. When Atheon was talking about, um, what's his name? DJ uh, Calabasas, what's his name? <laughs> DJ Cassidy. Whatever, DJ Cassidy. And he was like, they don't like me. They, he was like, uh, he was like, who don't like you? The black people, they told me to, to go away. I'm, I remind him like kids bop or something. I was like, yes, because I cannot stand his voice. It, it gives me like 14-year-old birthday party DJ. And yeah. I don't like it. I looked him up because I was like, what is he? His credentials. Oh. He is 100% white bread. Caucasian? 100%. Wow. Both sides. Actually, I, I want to say... Yeah, cause his dad, his dad's like a, um, he's in the music industry. Mm. Been like been in the music industry for years and years and years. But like his dad looks cooler than him. He looks like he's ready to say, hurry, 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 come get this. <laughs> he just be like, put your hands up, y'all stand with me. Let's do this over here with three. And it's just you're like, rocking with DJ Cassidy. And that's exactly how he sounds. It's like some kids Bob Barney hip hop type shit. And it's like, sir. Get the fuck on, cause who the fuck? All the DJs in the world, and that's who the fuck y'all get. BT. They didn't got everybody. So his little one, his little rock. The, uh, was it pass the mic thing? It's I cute. guess after Gucci Man and <laughs> Jeezy, they said, "Nah, we are gonna supply the fucking DJs." Cause you know y'all niggas been have a shootout. They didn't use like a lot of big name DJs over the years with um, with verses. So you said they have or have not. They have. Mm. Yeah, they've used a lot of people. So I guess they were trying to. Keep it light. Yeah, bring that motherfucking heat. But um, what's the one that did? He did uh, D'Angelo. I don't know. I didn't watch that one. Was it DJ? I think it was DJ Scratch or something. <coughs> anyway, he was probably <coughs> the absolute best. Like I remember, I think the playlist is actually available on like music platforms because people were like i gotta have it because mm -hmm. he can literally it's, that was when d'angelo was in that chinchilla wasn't it because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he could literally scratch the beat you know how scratching sounds he mm -hmm. could make the beat in scratches and then play the song and you're like how did he do that <laughs> right it's a magic trick makes me mad i didn't work in uh work harder to become a dj a real dj Girl, you know, is I your dad time. is your dad this lady told me that the other day because i said i wish i still played the piano and she said well do me a favor and get back into it because she said she's like really good at piano and when she'd be on phones like waiting on hold if they have hold music she'll learn it and then oh, play it for the person who gets on the phone she's like y'all have some robot voice though Oh my goodness, not the robot voice. But yeah. Speaking of keys and playing people, have you been watching, uh, I know you, are you all caught up on Married to Medicine? I am. Okay, so I have not watched part two and I need to go back to watch part one of the reunion. Have they showed, I think they showed part two yet, have they? 
don't remember. Oh, I, maybe it's coming on Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So I caught up on American Medicine and the season finale episode, fucking Scott. That goddamn Scott, like, he is just so. I tried yeah, to give thank him. You, I, 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 I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt in the beginning. Me too. Because I was like, he's stressed. Uh, you know, they just need to. Hold, hold. Go ahead. I'm sorry, that was rude. And I was like, they gotta. They know they should sit down, counsel, and whatever, whatever. Talk it out. Prioritize. Figure out what's important. Yada yada yada. Well, then he was like, I ain't doing no counseling. And then it was kind of like whatever. You know, he didn't seem like he 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 looks like he's checked out. Mm-hmm. Which, even though Contessa gets on my nerves sometimes, mm. I don't want her. I don't want to see her without him because mm-hmm. she likes to put a lot on her plate, and I feel like she'd be the type of person to get overwhelmed. Yep. And now, now I went from being like, "Oh God, this girl," to I'm actually worried about her. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they either either she gains the strength to move on and can do it without him, mm-hmm. or they. Get it together. Don't look good, though, to me. Yeah. I felt the same way in the beginning. Like, I was just kind of like... Mm, well, no, I'm lying. I, I don't think I've ever cared for Scott since they've been on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say for this... Okay, so with the whole... The reason why I was like, wait a minute, was because when you said that uh, Scott was stressed. My thing is, when your wife or your partner, whoever you're with, whoever you're married to, decides that they want to elevate... And you already know before y'all got married, before y'all started a family, like, hey, this is my plan. This is what I want to do. That's another reason why I get kind of hesitant and I, like, I get bothered when I hear the conversations of, well, when you get married, you have to make sacrifices. I'm not going to be the only one compromising, but the word sacrifice, I'm going to get that out of my vocabulary. Because I'm not sacrificing mm-hmm. shit. When I meet you and I'm, we're talking about our desi- our desi- um things that we want to do and accomplish and yeah. our goals and stuff, you hear me talking to you. Why do I have to put my dreams on the back burner for you to achieve everything you want to and then by the time my kids are 33, now I'm going to go back to school and finish some shit? No. Or the other way around. Like, why my husband or my partner got to put their life on the, on the back burner and their goals on the back burner because I somebody got to be at home with the kids. That's, exact, that's another reason why I don't want kids because I feel like kids can hold you back. They're, they don't, they don't, I feel like they don't stop you, but they can most definitely hold you back. Oh, they can be a pause in the, in A speed plan. bump, absolutely, yeah. So, and then for me, it was just like, like I said, when Contessa was talking about going to school and finishing up, I think she had like one semester left, and she just wanted to finish it up, and it was like less than a year. And she was like, you know, I'm just going to be down the street in Nashville, and it's like from Atlanta to Nashville, sir. That is not that far. And he was like, what about the kids, blah, blah, blah. And that's another thing. Y'all had these kids together. And I understand Contessa, like you said, she put a lot on her plate. But as her partner, why don't you just intervene? Whether she asking you or not, as a human being, not even as husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, baby mama, baby daddy, as parents, it's just, you know what, let me help her take some shit off her plate. Because she's a mother, she works, you're a father and you work, but she's the hands-on parent. But both of y'all are in the house and these are y'all's kids and y'all are all in the house why aren't you as hands-on as she is? I mean, unless they had that conversation, like, hey, I'm going to be hands-on, yeah. all this stuff, but both of y'all are working, so why don't you just intervene and come and, and help her out? I don't understand. And see, that's not something that I'm used to because when I was growing up, if my mama left the house, my daddy knew how to feed me and take care of me, and was it wasn't hard. Right. He could wash clothes, wash dishes, mm-hmm. cook a meal, and if my daddy wasn't there, my mama could do it all, so... I never understood that. That's one thing I never understood about him is why was it so hard for him when she left? Like she does it because he didn't want to do it. Exactly. 
It's not hard. You just didn't want to do it. You know what's interesting to me, though? Uh, he did it all by himself at that time. And then, like, what was it the next season? Her, uh, well, his niece came and was, like, helping out. I was like, why well, y'all didn't get help there? That's something I was thinking. I was like, hold on. It may have actually helped them. Right. If they had gotten help sooner because mm-hmm. it would have took some stress off. So he wouldn't have been tripping. But then I feel like that now, I feel like that would have gave him time to do wrong. Very true. Because he would have way more downtime. Because he was already working a lot. And then, like I said, this this season finale, I was like, this nigga acting like Safari. Him and Safari got to be first cousins, cause it's the mother, it's the audacity motherfucking tea for me. First and foremost, we gonna come back to Safari. Thank you, but, thank you, cause you saw that I just like went away. Yes, your whole you just you, oh. you, you, you elevated. So oh. Scott, when they was in the kitchen, this really disturbed me. Like I was like, I really wish y'all would have edited this out, cause for me as a viewer, I don't know, maybe I'm biased, cause I'm a black woman, strong black woman. I did not like to see Contessa in that moment because I'm not married. I've never been married, but I know what it's like to be in that moment where it's like you're having a conversation with your partner, your person, mm-hmm. and they say some shit that's just like, why am I just, you telling me this in front of complete strangers? Like, I understand they've been filming for a while. Was this the, which one was this? About the counselor. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm just like, because Contessa asked him, you know, you know what you've been up to, but a lot of sitting now catching up. And then she was asking him about going to counseling. And then he was like, oh, no, I've been going to a counselor. Well, how you find her on the internet? And did you see how Contessa said, how did you find her? She didn't say, how did you find them? She said, how did you find her? And that nigga walked right into it because yep. he dumb and was like, oh, I found her a few months ago on the internet. And you weren't going to tell your wife? Whether it's a man or a woman, you're going to therapy. Why don't you just, hey, I just want to let you know I'm going to therapy, blah, blah, blah. It's not about checking in or being a parent. It's just, this. you're my person. I'm going to talk to you and let you know, hey, I'm going to therapy. I found a therapist. I'm not asking for your permission, but I'm going to let you know I'm going to a therapist. And then Contessa, just, she was just like, to me, I don't think she was upset that he didn't tell her. I think, it, I think she, for me, I feel like she was just irritated, frustrated, and then the simple fact of that little piece of, you didn't fucking tell me? Are you fucking kidding me? This whole time I've asked you about going to therapy, and now all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I'm going to therapy. Woman's intuition knows that something, something in the milk ain't clean. Yep. She knew when he said that, that anything that she's been thinking, all of a sudden, she was like, I think, I think my suspicions are true. Mm-hmm. You already know, because she was, you can look at the hurt. Yep. Because she's probably been wondering, like, is it somebody else? And, sidebar, men... Be with the woman you're with and love her. If she's not emotionally giving you what you need, tell her. Hmm. Get that. If she can't give it to you, y'all go your separate ways. Mm-hmm. But this whole thing of emotionally trying to connect with other people, it's not—it's—it's it's still cheating. It's wrong. Ooh. It's cheating. It's tacky. And if you're married, it's even worse. Okay, I just want to put that out there for those who need to hear that. Thank you. Back to Married to Medicine. <laughs> All right, we're back with the nasty and new Channel Six. <laughs> so, excuse me, that part. And then when they went to where did they go? Where did they? They went somewhere. They went on a vacation. They were Jekyll in a hotel, Island. Jekyll Island. I've been googling Jekyll Island. <laughs> since they went, I was like, this place looks nice. Don't don't it? It remind me of uh, Tybee Island down there, going towards like Savannah, like Hilton Head and all that. But um, so the, when they went to Jekyll Island and when they were coming in there after the whole conversation at the table, and Contessa was like, you know, it's just not fair because it's like he don't talk to me. 
I don't get nothing from him. And then for him to say, I don't do anything. Did he give you abusive vibes at that point? Verbally, emotionally, yes. I don't know about physically because I think Contessa can take him. But it was that we're fine kind of mentality. And then the fact that she shut down so quick when he does stuff like that. That's what like because she's me. she's a strong person. Mm -hmm. So for her to just cower down, because if I yep. if I'm dealing with a dude and we're having a disagreement and we got friends that try to intervene and he abruptly covers it like that, I already know me. I'm gonna clear the table. Like no, we gonna talk about this. I'm not gonna be like oh you guys he's upset oh I'm upset no. And that doesn't mean Contessa is like a coward no. or she's less than. It's a simple fact of something is keeping her muted. And yeah. I, I want to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. I don't so, like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it either. It just, and then, the, like I said, again, she got upset. And I was just like, I can't even, like, I was, I was actually in and out of that episode. I was mm -hmm. on my phone. I was on Twitter, stuff like that. But just the few parts, unfortunately, that I did catch was Contessa being upset. So then you have, um, um, Heavenly, what, what, no, it was Quad and, um, somebody else came up there. What's the, it was, wasn't it Quad and Heavenly? Was it Quad and Heavenly or was it, uh, Lori? What's the, what's the blind girl name? It wasn't a white girl. Okay, well, it was quiet and somebody else. I think it was quiet and heavenly. I think it was heavenly. And my thing is, like, and I understand. That part disturbed me because it seemed like, oh, we're fine. Everything's good. Yes. When they came to the door and she was like, they were like, how are y'all doing? I was like, yeah, everything's fine. We're good. Mm, yeah, we're good. She's just in here studying. And it was just like, she was on the computer. She was like, yeah, I'm fine. And he was like, are you, they were he, like, are you good? You straight? And she was like, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's, it's cool. He grabbed her by the under part of her arm. You already know. He hit her one of these <laughs> somewhere down the line, mm -hmm. somewhere down the line, either on the way to the room or something. He jacked her up or, she, or she looked like the, the eyes said help. Me. Like, like he chastised her like a child. Like she was sitting on the edge of bed. They was having a conversation. She was just like, you know, talking to me. And Scott was like, I already told you, I don't want to talk about the shit. I got a therapist. I don't got it. Now all of a sudden you ain't got no damn therapist. I'm like, okay, so did she evaporate? Was it an invisible therapist? Like, what is the issue? And then my, I was just like, I'm just so, this whole episode, Scott, is just irritating me. Spin the block on the safari. So I have not watched the first episode of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I have. But I did see the clips and I did see Safari come out of his hole in his face, because that's not a mouth, and say, I didn't think being a parent was going to be this hard. I was in my group chat on Instagram and I said, Safari is the nigga that should have went home with the baby in high school. Because I don't understand. What the fuck you thought it was going to be? It's not a puppy. It's a purse, a whole human being. You pursue, this This the shit that irritates me. When you pursue a woman, and then or a man, because women do it too. You yes, pursue, you pursue, You pursue someone, pers you are persistent, damn near stalkerish. And then the person finally like, all right, we can be together. And you did all of that just to waste their fucking time or to be like, you know what, I don't even like you like that. It's like a tweet that I've seen. Men are pursue a strong woman, a confident woman, just to get with her so he can see how far he can break her down. Facts. And again, women do the same shit. So my thing is, what what type of satisfaction are you getting from this? I don't understand why people feel like being emotionally abusive is okay because it's not. It's still a form no. of abuse, and it's not okay. No. You're creating more traumatized uh, adults. And then they get into another relationship, and they're bringing that baggage with them. No matter how much therapy you have, I'm speaking from experience. You still have it in your registration somewhere. You got it filed in your, in your, in your thinking cabinet somewhere. And it's certain things that can trigger it and bring it up mm -hmm. at the most inopportune time. The worst times ever. But because I just, you can go ahead. Well, 
after watching, first of all, let me go back to before the season started when they did little, it was like a little love and hip hop special over the summer. Oh, okay, okay, I remember. I remember. He, they, they were asked about, you know, they asked the men about having kids, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, Erica made some type of reference. No, some, I think everybody was like, oh, you know, your baby's cute, y'all should have another one. And she said, we would have, but he said, I got too fat. That was everybody's reaction. Cause like Ray J was like they had them all on webcams, you know. And Ray J was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and who and um and DCT was like, man, take that back. Did you say that? Da, da, da. And like the girls like, I know you did it, you know. Mm-hmm. So he was like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. I mean, I, it just like, uh, uh, uh. and she's like, well, did you not say it? And he was like, I mean, I didn't know it was gonna be like that. I mean, da, da, da. And it was like one of the things they just kind of went to commercial. So fast forward till now, we see this episode, and he is like totally checked out, which I don't know if you follow him on social media. I do not. But before him and Erica got together, you know how women, and I see this a lot more in women than men, so I'm going to pick on women for a minute. You know how when women are like, the clock is ticking, and they're like, I need a man. Get the man. I need a baby. Get the baby. I need, you know, mm-hmm. he was doing that. I need a wife. I need a wife. I need a kid. I need a family. He was doing that. Like real heavy, Chopley. and then no next thing I know, it's like well, Safari's. Like... Yeah, <laughs> Safari's with Erica Mena, and it was like okay, they're in a relationship. Then next thing I know, like five minutes later, they're married, mm-hmm. and it was just like that was all way too quick. And if you watch Love and Hip Hop from day one, you'll know she's a loose cannon. Cause let's be honest, she this is not her first child. Somebody has been raising that young guy that she had. While back, so something happened there to where she was not fit at the time. I don't know the situation, but that is something in her past. So, whatever's in that closet, that's not for me. Let's <laughs> open up some more closets since you're talking about uh decor, uh, structures of homes. Um, I seen a tweet that said, um, wow, at this point, since Antenna and Erica Mena might as well get back together and raise their families 100%. I mean, they nailed because they, they was like the baby daddy husbands that y'all chose are colorists and they're they're dumb. I'm gonna say the R word. Mm-hmm. They're dumb, so y'all might as well just spin the block and get together. And just you can finish your thought. I just <laughs> well, it hurt me. Niggas be saying stupid <laughs> shit. Niggas be saying dumb shit. Like you've never seen a woman that has went through uh, a pregnancy. Even if it's not your girlfriend, like a sister or aunt, I'm pretty sure Safari, being how slick and smooth that he is with that big ass head, I'm pretty it's sure he he's got a big head. He like the it's like the tip of a, a penis, like the head. Literally, he looked like he always walked around his tongue out like. Eh. And he's like, close your mouth. He looked like um, you remember when the Wayne's brother had that cartoon? <laughs> Wayne head. Wayne head. That's what he looked like. That's what Safari looked like. Wayne head. So um. My thing is, Safari, you've never watched a woman go through pregnancy and see how her body changes and conforms to uh, carry a child and keep it safe and carry it long term. And for women that have lost your kids, I'm not saying because your child, um, because you miscarried or, you know, whatever your decision was, I'm not calling you weak. My thing is, Safari, I'm 99% sure you've seen a woman's body go through pregnancy that wasn't your person. So, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? And why would you come out of your mouth and call a woman, anybody, fat? Especially the woman that's carrying your child. Anything can happen to her and that fucking baby. The whole time she went through labor, she could have died. And then yeah. what you, you wouldn't have had no choice. You would have had to raise the baby by yourself. 
What would he have done? Look stupid as fuck. Probably would have called Onika. My thing is, why are you why are you up here calling her fat? You don't want her to get fat or and it's like First of all, why is it it's twenty twenty one? Why is why is that still a thing? What? Why is it still like she gotta be right and tight and all that stuff? And then be the niggas with titties. Exactly. Titties and Santa Claus belly. Exactly. They can't see nothing past that top part of their stomach. <laughs> can't see nothing down there. And it's like, why is that still a thing? I'm not just saying that because um, I'm confident enough that I don't have an issue with like, because <laughs> yeah, some people like they take it to heart. Mm -hmm. Tell me I'm fat. I don't care. Right. Okay. So are you. I used to be one of the people. I'm the type, when I was in my younger days, when I was out here having the best time of my life, I was pulling dudes that looked like bodybuilders on a regular. Like, I got irritated when I had to deal with a dude that was regular. Like, he just had like a, uh, like a Dad? high school, like a high school basketball body where he, like oh. he did a bunch of push-ups mm -hmm. and he got a little six pack and it was like, I guess... Then here come, you know, military towns so they you don't meet them. The ones that look like they, you know, bench 300. And I'm like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> and then finally I was like, you know what, Tanisha? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Right. Continue. <laughs> uh, you got to humble yourself. You know, everybody ain't going to be, you know, 12 pack. 300. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then I started meeting guys with beer bellies. Cause I, you know, I got my own, so we just both sit around with bellies, <laughs> belly it's, buddies. It's cool though, because you know what? We eat, we have a good time. Mm -hmm. We don't mind. Hand me the chips. Right. You want to go get some chips? You ain't got to worry about nobody counting your calories. I had a friend like that one time. Oh. We would go out to eat, and this was when I was in actually pretty decent shape. So this was like when I was like in my mid twenties, and we were we were sitting down at some place in Augusta. We were at a restaurant. She was like. On her phone, counting calories. And I'm just like trying to figure out why she's counting calories. Because she's never, she's been big one time. And I think she was big that summer. And then after that, she was back to her regular size. So I don't know what happened and why she got on that weight. Like, don't count. You don't have she's to. literally been like a size seven, nine our entire, our entire friendship. Lucky. So I don't even know. And she's like five, seven, five, nine. So I'm just like, I don't understand why you count calories. fine on her, yeah. I'm like, girl, what the fuck? And she got hips and everything. So I'm like, I don't understand why you count. But anyways. We were sitting at the table, and of course, me being me, I got wings, I got a salad, greens, beans, tomatoes, you name it, I got it. So I got all this food or whatever, and most of the time when I order extra food, I'm like, okay, well, if I know I'm going to take something home, bring it out later, and so I can take it with me. So I'm going to order all this food, we get ready to check out, and she was like, do you know how many calories you're eating? And I was like, no, and I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> don't be over, don't count my calories. I don't give a fuck about calories. Now, I was once upon a time, a few years ago, actually. I used to be really insecure about my body, and then I woke up one day, and I was like... I honestly don't give a fuck. Why? What, what do I what do I care about? Because the same people that be on the internet, men and women, oh, natural bodies, natural bodies. Y'all ashamed a natural body, Lizzo, and anybody else that's... Y'all like natural bodies of a certain size and what your visual of a natural body is. When they it like comes those to... BBL bodies. Right. Y'all don't like actual, like me and you. If we were to put on a two-piece right now, they probably have... It, they, they ain't gonna be no problem. They would be like, oh, that's nasty. And why would you do that? Report your page. And it's like, but y'all just said... <laughs> Y'all just said y'all are here for natural bodies. And then those would be the same women that, like you said, to be out here going to whoever and getting that BBL in the middle of a uh, Best Donuts parking lot. Or men be out here with these females with these fucking 
tummy tucks and BBLs. And it's like, but I thought y'all just said y'all were here for natural bodies. I'm so confused. I saw, this is so random. I saw this girl, like, locally. <clears throat> you don't think about seeing people who've had anything done. And when I looked at her, the first thing I thought to myself was, did she have a BBL? Because she was plus size statured. Mm. But she had, like... Plus size statured. But she had... <laughs> She she had on like a sports bra type of top and then like leggings like well at, athleisure, mm -hmm. but she didn't have any stomach. Like I'm sure her pants are pulled up to high heavens, but I'm sure if she pulled them down, <laughs> she might have had either a, a washboard or like a few ab etchings. I don't know, but her butt was huge and like from the waist down she could have been easily a 24 26, but from the stomach up she was probably like I don't know like an eight, and I was mm. like. She had work done. And then I just kind of went on with my the, day. The fact that our minds go straight to BBL are natural. Well, because in my mind, one day when I'm 100% to where I can, excuse me, work out again, I want to get, I've always said I want a video girl body because I have like the makings. I just got to put everything in order. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, can I go to the gym and get no stomach and all butt and thighs? Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I'm not farting. That's my jeans against this leather chair. Because <laughs> it's like making a whole bunch. It's like... I didn't even notice at that time until you said it. And I'm like, I'm not farting over here. It's just this damn chair. So, see, there it is. So, I'm just like, oh my God. It's just too much going on over here. It's just too... Speaking of too much going on. Tabitha Brown. These transitions today are A1, by the way. Tabitha Brown and Wendell Williams. Wendy Williams might as well just quit, go into hiding, and make us go where is she now? Um, don't would nobody care? No. So recently, after Wendy got read down the way she did by Tabitha, as she motherfucking should, because why you don't bring your bitterness into nobody's happy marriage? Black, white, Dominican, Cuban, one kid, two kids, fifteen kids, no kids. No. You not uh, married? You're bitter. It shows. It's in your teeth. It's in your wigs. It's in the way you're shaped. All the bitterness is coming out your pores. And I'm very, sick. And I'm very. everybody's sick of smelling it. Ain't nobody here for you but a whole bunch of messy, bitter women. The only Eight, people ten. that like Wendy Williams are bitter women. You're not going to sit here and look me in my face and tell me you are happy with your life as a man or a woman, heterosexual, no. straight, whatever. I heterosexual, straight. Whatever. <laughs> Y'all know what she meant. Whatever your purpose is. You're not going to look me in my face and tell me you, you watch Wendy Williams faithfully and you're happy with your life. That, that's that's bitter, bitter bitch headquarters is Wendy Williams. She's the president. And recently she was on her show and it was like, I guess like hot topics, I guess. Yeah. And she was, did you see the one about the TikToker? The little I, young black boy? Uh-uh. I can't remember what his I name was. I tend to was. avoid her at all costs. I try to. I can't remember if it was, I, I'm pretty sure it was recently. So... I'm not laughing because it's not funny. It's just how fucking tacky she is. So she gets on um, her hot topic, her 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 delivery and her outfits tacky as fuck, and her entire staff for promoting thinking that shit is cute. All y'all tacky as fuck. Eat a dick. She got on uh, hot topics the very last part of the segment. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, do you guys know this uh, this young man and people in the audience? You know, they have some older people. Like, who the fuck is this? I don't no. know. So she introduces the young guy, and I think she said his name was like Swaley or Swally or something. Because I thought she was saying Swaley from Ray Schmurda. But what she was saying was like something different. She didn't even do her homework. 
some guy right and she was like yeah uh this young man he was murdered last night and everybody honestly was like oh shit like oh i do know who you're talking about it was just the way she did it she was just like yeah do you all know this young man yeah and she like turned around and looked at him like she was disgusted like she up and down to him and was just like yeah this young man he, he went viral on tiktok da, da, da. he was murdered last night and then did like this dramatic stupid ass pause and then went on with the show and i'm like nobody in the editor's room was like this shit's stupid let's cut this last part out because what if her what if his family come spend a block on your bitch ass Wendy? because we know you can't fight did the audience do that fake gasp <gasps> yeah oh yeah, absolutely and i was just annoying. like annoying annoying i um i've been over wendell for a while i think i watched her show maybe <laughs> once and that's because there was nothing else on tv and i had watched all my youtube videos so she was like my last resort and I just happened to watch it, and I was just like, it's not affecting my IQ, but emotionally, she's just like a bitter old woman. Like, a lot of shit happened yeah. to her. Instead of her going to therapy and processing it, she just carried it around, take it out on everybody. Yeah. And then she has a platform, like a show, that people, for whatever reason, still watch. And she just feels like she can just say and no, do whatever. No. And it's like, no, ma'am. Back in the day, like, when we were just really starting to be able to do things on the internet where we could listen to New York radio or mm -hmm. something like that. I thought it was, which all that stuff was new. So I will, of course she had been in the game for a while, but I enjoyed her banter. That was back when, um, Charlemagne was her, um, her flying monkey, like on <laughs> Wizard of Oz. She was, Lord. and, um, <laughs> I liked their banter and I used to like how they would get into it. Oh, that's why Charlemagne and Messy Queen. I like that. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was cool because, you know, that was something new. You weren't used to seeing. I mean, you know, you watch, uh, oh, what do you call them? Talk shows. And you used to see messy stuff. But that's back when they used to fight and stuff. But to see, you know, or to hear them arguing with celebrities and her giving out good tea. Like, Girl. I like that. And then it's like, she just went She always had exclusive tea. Yeah. But it went from her having exclusive tea to, like you said, just turning bitter. But I think it was more of the fact of, like you said, how she started out spilling tea. And then somebody was probably in her ear like, no, you got to you gotta be the first one with everything. You got to have all the drama, 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 drama. Because she's known as being the drama, drama queen. queen yeah. And not drama queen like how we know it in high school. But drama queen as, like you said, bitter and messy. And then it's like, she probably got overwhelmed. And then she's just like, you know what, fucking, I'm just giving the messiest, dirtiest, most disrespectful shit. Because this, obviously, this is not her first time saying and being disrespectful towards anybody in the industry. No. And like the episode, and I will, Jocelyn is messy, <laughs> messy as hell. She's funny. Oh, she's entertaining. I enjoyed that one. But I enjoyed when Jocelyn read her the fuck down. Because at the end of the day, wrong is wrong. You got corrected by a younger woman who some people may look at her and be like, she's a clown, A word, B word, whatever, whatever. But Jocelyn got her ass together as I she should. It. Loved it. And she did it so respectfully. She did very polite and she let her know, hey, I'm not finished. I'm going to keep saying what I need to say. And this is from everybody in the industry, how disrespectful you are. It could have went way worse. It showed, hello, it's Jocelyn. <laughs> yeah, she she could have ran her the fuck down. Yep. And I, and I feel like a lot of a lot of older black people feel like when you speak up for yourself, you're being disrespectful. At the end of the day, whether you're elder or not, I'm grown too. I got a mortgage. I got bills. Oh, now I'm, yeah, I'm good and grown. <laughs> Nobody. Mm -mm. Like, Nobody's not, safe. Like, I'm not going to cuss at you, but you're not going to be disrespectful to me. I think you're going to talk to me crazy and call. Oh, you, you how much food you going to eat? How much weight you going to gain? How much older you going to get? How much longer you got? Now I'm being disrespectful as hell. But you just asked me the same sh You basically asked me some disrespectful shit too. 
Why can't I give it back to you? Lanes are being crossed. Girl. Now, I have a hot take on my opinion of mm, Sir Man Williams. Oh. Um, <laughs> I love it. It was Ouch. one thing, my and I, I'll say this. Anybody can argue with me. It was one thing when she was doing it on radio ex with an exclusive audience. Right. Because it's just like when we talk about our our matters amongst, you know, company. Mm -hmm. When she got that show and started doing that messy gossip thing, and I mean, I know she's not the first one to do it, but when she started doing it in mixed company, and she started bringing in people that I know some of these people had never heard of, hmm. and then she started explaining certain things in black culture that are amongst us, mm -hmm. letting a new demographic of people in that that don't matter to them. Inviting crackers to the cookout that don't need to come. I didn't like that. That's why the show didn't gel with me. Because I didn't like the fact that she brought out... You know, she went commercial. Yeah, and very I much so, yeah. And I didn't like that because she could have went commercial and done it a whole nother way. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she went commercial and then tried to bring everybody with her. The mess. She tried yeah. to bring the old New York mess. The radio mess. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I can't... Yep. Nope. Because you're bringing out stuff, and then the whole "how you doing?" Like, get a gay people that back, and stop because they don't like you. They don't at all. They don't like you. Give them that back and stop. Y'all stop taking their stuff. You can appreciate it. Like, yep. I appreciate it. Yes, queen. Yeah. Like, when I hear people calling me queen, I be like, shut the fuck up. Like, cause, and it don't matter, black, white, whoever. Don't call me queen if we not close like that. That's like giving me a nickname, which nobody should be doing. Um, <laughs> hate it. <laughs> Some people are not nicknamed people. I hate nicknames. Like, why you... Don't be disrespectful. Like, that's not my birth certificate, so don't give me that nickname. And I won't, <laughs> I won't accept it. So, do I put my shirt on backwards? Oh, no. So, <laughs> it's too late now. We both have on black shirts. <laughs> so, my thing is, like, I don't I don't understand why... What the... I don't remember what I was talking about. Um, we were talking about people. Um... Oh, inviting them to the cookout. Yes. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't. <laughs> my bad. I I haven't ate. I'm hungry. I don't understand why people feel the need to invite people to the cookout or to the conversation at all. Because it's bad enough when they want to be included, and it's like, why are you so thirsty to be included? If we wanted to include you, you would have been included. Like some people just naturally flow into the conversation, can be invited, can come over because it's natural. It doesn't feel forced. But when you're forcing it, you're adamant, you're damn near key sweat begging, I'm good on you. Well, let's, let me not say key sweat. Who's a white boy that big? We'll come back to that. You, Eminem to Mariah Carey. We don't, <laughs> we don't need you begging like that. Like, why you want to be included so bad? Okay. On the flip side of that, and I know you don't watch this, so I'm going to ask you. Okay. So, you know, I like all the franchise except Dallas because Dallas is racist. Um, oh. Not Dallas, but Real Housewives of Dallas. There's a lot of race issues. Um, anyway, Real Housewives of New York. Mm -hmm. They decided to add a black person. Okay, mm -hmm. ain't that like Dustin's friend or something? Is that the one you're talking about, Dustin Ross from Friend Zone? I think, I think he does know Ebony. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it is her. Yep. Ebony is cool. Like I like Ebony. Ebony is very well educated. She is not afraid to tell you. She's very. She stands in her truth. She is proud to be an AKA. She's proud of all her accomplishments. I love it for her. Mm -hmm. The part that they're showing is basically right around like the election time. Oh Lord. Yeah. 
Especially New York's Jesus. Yeah. So every time the girls get together, starts off cool, fun, whatever. Next thing I know, they're getting a black history lesson. And or she's explaining something from a black perspective. I'm not mad at that because let them know. Right. But they're to the point where they're like, every time we get together, we can be sitting here drinking wine, getting pedicures. Why are we talking about the election? Or why are we talking about Black Lives Matter? Nobody brought it up. Mm-hmm. So she, she tells him, you know, I just want y'all to know these things. I don't want y'all to be out here misinformed or whatever, whatever. Sounds good. But she, she's kind of overkilling it a little bit. But what gets me, I guess, is because she just keeps flipping that switch back to it. And I'm kind of like, I get, like you said, it's okay if you're naturally, organically. Because there's one girl, she's kind of like, on. she gets us. Mm -hmm. She just, you know, she's not trying to fit. She's mm -hmm. just, she likes, you know, black people like her. They get along, whatever. The rest of the women are like, I know black people. You know, that awkwardness, <laughs> right. you know. But she I got four black neighbors. Exactly. So she's trying to, it's like she's had, she had a, a party in Harlem and then assigned them all a, a, a person in history and like made them read the history of it and all that. And they're like, I just. Who did this epic? Yeah. And they're like, I just wanted dinner. <laughs> you know, like these Not women are like Hamptons. Yeah, these are like Hamptons white women. So they're just kind of like, I just came for dinner. <laughs> like I didn't come for a lesson. Right. And. I kind of wonder sometimes, like, is that, it, it's too much. Mm -hmm. And, like, um, one of the girls who, Ramona, she's actually, like, the the one who is probably most likely to clutch her purse and lock her door when you walk past her and say, I didn't do it because of you. She has a I black friend. do that to me the other day. Yeah, she has a black friend. So, I don't, they're, they're easing in a new friend of the show who happens to be black. So. The convenience. Yeah, so they're having. All right, Andy. <laughs> so, they're having dinner. It turned into, they were having, okay, they're in Salem. So they're having like this witch thing trip around Halloween, dressed up in latex, mm -hmm. having dinner at a tattoo parlor. Oh, that sounds like fun. How does the conversation flip back to race? So they're kind of like, we don't want to hear it. <laughs> so even the black girl's like, hey, this is a bit much. Like, it's kind of killing the vibe. Can yeah, we talk about it? definitely. Like, I don't can, hear that shit. You know, can we... Like, like you said, everybody does not have to always know. Let them, let people know your struggle, you know, and help them to understand. All right. But you don't have to drill it every single time. That's I keep trying to tell her. Like, you don't have to drill it every single time. And she's like, that's my plat one of my platforms. I'm going to let you know. And like every single scene with her, most of the time, it flips into that. And it's like. Like, even I'm starting to look at the TV like, girl. <laughs> oh. And see, my thing is like, we in, I've said it before, I said it again. We in a day and age where if people, if you're, if you feel like you're not racist, but you don't understand or you don't attempt to be empathetic towards people of color, that's on you. That's not my job to teach you. I'm not a teacher. I'm not your mother. I'm not the internet. I'm not an encyclopedia or a library. Or you can go in person and get a history lesson. Exactly. It's history all over the world. All over the United States of America. All over, again, the world. You can go anywhere and get a history lesson. People going to learn and keep up with what they want to keep with. You can sit, I can sit on here right now and say something about the Jewish community and Holocaust. We'll probably get shut the fuck down. And all I said was the Jewish community and the Holocaust. That was it. But when you started talking about black people, it's, oh, God, oh. 
And it's like, you have a black friend, but if they were in a bind, how would you help? You wouldn't. You would just be like, oh, that's my black friend. Let me repost this. Going with my life, my day. Yeah. But like you said, I don't need nobody educating me because I didn't ask, first and foremost. Second of all, I am, if you hadn't noticed, I'm pretty darker. I'm a darker-skinned brown woman. So I don't need no fucking education lesson. When I'm sitting down chilling, having um, my leisure downtime, if I want to have that conversation, I will. Yep. If I don't want to have that conversation, I'm the fuck not. Those are my, those are my two sentences. That's it. Yep. I'm not, that's, that's a good episode title. I'm the fuck not. So, I just, I'm one of those people, in addition to that, I'm just like, don't, don't divulge everything in mixed company. Like I said, some stuff is for us. Absolutely. And everybody doesn't need to know, you know, the secret to good cornbread. I don't know. I can't think of nothing. <laughs> but. Yeah, because me and mine ain't making that shit. She ain't, she ain't make that on her own. I got it for my great grandma. Unless she, great grandma. I said, if she good in country, she might, but. It came from somebody's grandmama. They used to clean their house when they was little. It didn't. It didn't come from your grandmama, a hundred percent. So then it never came from yeah. her at all. <laughs> okay, okay, you're right. But but yeah, I just I don't know. Certain conversations just don't. If they don't get it by the like, if they if they don't understand, like you said, empathy on the first try. They don't want to understand it. So, but why do you feel the need? I'm I'm, I'm asking you. I'm just no. saying in general. Why yeah. do you feel the need to educate a person that's not a person of color or even another person of color? If they didn't it's ask not- me, and even if they did ask me, have you read a book? Have you been to a library? Have you been to somewhere in the South to a plantation or uh, picked up a book or read? A, um, I ain't going to say looked at a movie because most of the movies about struggles is slave, oh. slave, slave or abuse child period. And it's like, I just, we have other his- history amongst <laughs> African-Americans. We're wealthy. We're smart. We're intelligent. We're the reason why some people wash their ass. Some of y'all don't want to wash your legs. That's your business. Um, like I just it's too much there's too many I don't want to say moving pieces but there's a lot of opportunities for you to educate yourself outside of another grown ass person let me be the face of the African American community because I don't want to be the face of the African American community that's exhausting exactly and it's not true and we're all not the same Thank boom me and you from the basics obviously you taller than me you don't curse I do I'm shorter than you you grew up with two parents in the household. I did as well, but those are your biological parents. I had my stepdad and my stepmom. I mean, my mom. You don't have siblings. I do. Our personalities are yeah. completely different. This goes on and on. But we're still women of color, and we understand. Yeah. But we have those conversations because it's conversations between us that we can understand. Yep. I can have a conversation with certain people of color, oblivious, have no idea. They've been living in a bubble, or they just that's not true. We're we're free. Da, da, da. It's all in your mind. Da, da, da. Okay, you want to live this this fantasy world that's your business mm-hmm. i'm not about to sit here and say i'm oblivious to the struggle of african americans that we continue to go through and experience but i'm not gonna let it it's not gonna hold me in bondage it's not gonna keep me in in montgomery county it's not gonna it's not gonna keep me from traveling and enjoying my life that's what i'm not that's what the fuck i'm not the fuck finna do you know what i'm going to tell you something that i realized recently and it made me kind of mad. I don't know if I should be mad at myself or if I didn't know. Growing up, of course, growing up in, you know, this area, I was I was the only one of me a lot of times. School, get, I'm on a bus full of, you know, black people. And then I get to school and it's like I'm the only one in my class or one of three. And that's how I grew up. Always a few of, a handful of us. And I'm like, what are we all dispersed to? And it's like, mm-hmm. we're all here. Like, this bus was overcrowded. Mm-hmm. So where did everybody go? 
And then I grew up, you know, got a job. I was basically the token at my job. It's always been, and I've, and I've, all, I've never like cowered down. I've always kept strong to who I am and being black. I never, you know, lost that. A lot of people saw me as the safe one. Yeah, I roll, which is an issue that now I'm dealing with the, the fact of I should have kicked the door down a little harder instead of just letting it eat me up inside and be frustrated. I wasn't out here like, but I wasn't. <laughs> standing strong enough now i wouldn't go let them say the n-word or nothing like that that will you'll get cut because there's some people that do that shit now yeah. you you corny as fuck i don't yeah. give a fuck how old you are how cool you are white people yeah. or pe non people that are not of color don't ever feel comfortable to say the n-word around me because i'm not finna fucking no. have it i don't give a damn if your daddy black and you white do not say the motherfucking n-word around me I don't want to hear it. I need to stop saying it. I hate saying it. When it comes to my mouth, I'm like, why the fuck did you say that? Cursing don't bother me. But the N-word, that definitely bothers me because I know where it comes from. Yeah, I've never, never been a word I used I, to each its own. But I've never let, you know, I've never let that slide. That right there will get you busted in the mouth. <laughs> um, it's just one of those things that I really, I kind of wish, not, I don't want to be preachy to people, but I wish I was... I wish I was blackity black, black, black then. I was black. I'm black, y'all. Yeah, I was black, black, but I wouldn't, because I know, you know, I always represent, but I wasn't blackity black, black. You ain't got to be black panther back to, black I to wanted, get your point like, across. But it was just one of those things, like, I was, I don't know. It's just like, and I, I wasn't like, you know, I, how can I word it? I wasn't, I didn't like Becky down, as, you know, or anything like mm -hmm. that. Cold switch. It, yeah, there we go. I know, you know, I carried myself, which I always think I carry myself, like, I'm the well. like I'm the etiquette queen because I think I'm the etiquette queen. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just feel like I should have went a little harder. But that was a different time though. You were it younger, was. you though. So you have those moments to look back on, and you had the opportunity to speak up. But that's again, that's not your place to speak. Now, if it was directly affecting you, yeah. Like I never was in one of those situations where they were rocking the boat. It may be one of those, one of those like. Let me touch your hair situations, and I let it slide. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of those moments are. Mm. Is that weave? And rather than me being like, mind your business, I explained it. Oh. Or what's another one? Um. What I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head. I can't think Can of. Can I touch else. your hair? Is it a weave? Yeah, uh. I explained the process rather than saying it's it's mind your business. That's what it it's is. Paid for. Yeah, I'm <laughs> over here like, well, they took my hair, and then they, you know. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't think anything of it and don't stress yourself out about it yeah, it's I mean, just one of those things I don't know it just the way the day and age is now I wish I wasn't so safe around them mm -hmm. I wish I had been a little more I guess a little I don't know I guess I should have I don't know maybe it's not more that boisterous. big of a deal because I wasn't like I said, I didn't. I never lost who I was, but I didn't amp. I, I'm not gonna say amp it up because I won't be like I'm, I was being, you know, fake. But I don't. Know, I just kind of. I wasn't looking at it like that. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I guess it was a different time. Didn't really have to. I wasn't around people who were, you know, racist or anything. Most of the girls got mixed children now. <laughs> like it's one of those situations. But I don't know. Hmm. It just pops hmm. in my mind. I mean, I've had moments like that where I wish I would have stood up and said something or. Spoke my piece, and I know for me, I know for some people, like what? But, <laughs> but if you hadn't noticed, I haven't always been like this. Like I can be, I can be shy. I wouldn't call myself timid. I'm, I'm never, I've never been timid. 
um probably not, i wouldn't say shy either i'm just very observant like when i was younger we would go to south carolina which is where my stepdad is from and anytime my mom would leave i'm leaving with her i'm not mm -hmm. staying here i don't give a fuck how many of my cousins over here if i'm not with my mama i need to be at my aunt kathy. <laughs> i'm out <laughs> i need to be with my aunt kathy if i ain't with them too i'm i'm ready to go i don't mm -hmm. want to stay here um but i've always been very observant and i would say that i've had moments like i said where i wished i would have spoken up and said something um or stood up for myself or you know said that's you know that's not okay or another thing that i'm trying to work on now is stop saying i'm sorry instead of saying you know you know how like when you talk to somebody it's like i didn't hear you instead of saying i didn't hear you can you repeat yourself or excuse me i'm like i'm sorry what did you say mm. and it's like i'm really not sorry so what the fuck am i saying i'm sorry for it because i don't like when somebody mess up and then they're like oh i'm sorry because to me it's nonchalant it's dismissive does that carry the same weight though what you mean what you mean does it carry the same weight does it carry the same weight of like, if I knocked this bowl off and I was like, girl, I am so sorry. Does that carry the same no, weight as... No, because I know that you're genuine and sincere. You know how sometimes you're having a conversation with somebody and it's like... Or let's just say a scenario happens. Let's just say I'm dating yeah. somebody or talking to somebody, even a friend in general. Okay, me and you. Mm -hmm. If we're having a conversation, I'm like, well, what you said the other day was disrespectful. And you're just like, all right, man, I'm sorry. That is when I don't like it. Yeah. Then it's like, all right, shut the fuck up. Versus saying, yeah. I apologize. You know, I fucked up. That was my fault. Da, da, da. I mean, I know you don't curse, but... I don't take sorry at all. I And I know that sounds rude. And I feel like that's one of those things where people are just like, girl, chill. But don't give a fuck. And it's, I don't it's have. Your feelings, though. I don't. I don't think I have a ton of. I'm easily annoyed, but I don't think I have like For as real? many pet peeves. I, I put a. I just had this discussion the other day that um, about letting things, which I actually wrote that down. I put true life. I'm passive aggressive because oh I'm annoyed by 7,000 things, but I just go, it's okay. And one of them that I don't care, like if anybody knows is I'm sorry, because I dealt with a guy who gave me a lot of, and I, I cared deeply for him, but he gave me a lot of moments where it was just like he was gone and he popped back up. And then when I said, where were you at? It was like, I'm sorry. Everything was, I'm sorry. And it was, I got, I'm sorry, 10 times a day on and off for years. And it was like, you can take that and just shove it as far up. <laughs> I want to come out your mouth and then go back down and come out your butt. Like, I don't want it. <laughs> Save it, wrap it up, give it to somebody else. I don't want it. Somebody's genuine, I get it. Mm -hmm. But if it's just like, oh, I messed up, I'm sorry, but you know you messed up, I will clear the table. Like I don't want to hear it. I can't. Mm -mm, I can't do it. I understand. I can't. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's how I am. Like don't don't just say I'm sorry to be dismissive. You apologize. And for me, don't just fuck up and then don't apologize and then try and spin the block and be like, oh, like try and pick up where we left off. What the fuck is you calling me for? Because what are we talking about? We don't have nothing to say. I was talking to my homegirl like that. Talking to my homegirl about this the other day. Like how I need to set better boundaries or whatever. And I don't want to bring the mood down. Because I know we've been being serious and talking oh, about. Oh, I, I was going to say right behind that. I'm going to ask you a question. That's probably going to bring the mood down. But I'm It's okay. fine. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead with your story. Because I just want to. Oh, no. I, it's just I don't like I'm sorry. It's just annoying. And I just kept telling myself like how I need to change my narrative. And how I do certain things. And stop putting people on pedestals as like standards and it's like nobody else is a standard but me because it's my life so why the fuck would you put somebody else on a, on a pedestal but go ahead okay so speaking of boundaries you know I, i've said no <laughs> i've said this 
before in the <laughs> in a episode of um, I need to I need to start taking time for myself mentally. Did you find that massage card? I did. Haven't used it, but I found it. I'm about to stick this pen in. Um, I will use it soon. Um, but I need to set time for myself mentally, unlock and just unwind. You know, I always call this my tracking device. <laughs> Take my tracking device off. You know, I don't have to respond to everything as soon as I get it to show I'm attentive. For some reason, that's ingrained in me. And I'm like, I want you to know I responded. And it's like, who cares? <laughs> like, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to wait. And I'd be like this, just staring at my phone like, you already seen the meme. Just respond. Sometimes, I'm just like, they're probably wondering why I ain't saying nothing. And it's like, nobody cares. Nobody's on the other end like, why hasn't she laughed? Why hasn't she done That's anything? me, just so you know. Okay. Because sometimes, <laughs> like, I need... I honestly am not in the mood. Mm -hmm. I just want to come home, lay on the couch, watch something stupid on TV till I'm sleepy and go to bed. <laughs> and I need to take that time. And so I was having this discussion and I was having it with the wrong person. <laughs> and I was saying, you know, at what point do I just say, hey, everybody, Wednesday, don't talk to me. You know, I just need a moment. I don't know. I just pick a day. And he was like, you need to start going off more. And I was like, well, I don't. That's not true to things you. Things I get irritated about are not things I need to go off about. Like, I want to be like, get this thing off the table. I, it's it's not. <laughs> no, I'll just use that as an example. Oh. But it's not necessary for me to blow up. Mm -hmm. Now, he thinks because I'm the type of person that wait, 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 wait. And then when I'm really at that point, that would be something that might break up our friendship. Because I will act a fool about it. Mm -hmm. But I know time and place, people, whatever, whatever. You're the type of person, if I had an issue, all I got to do is say, girl, please don't do this. Or you got, you know, and we, we could talk it out. Mm -hmm. But he's like, you just need to go off more and let people know where you stand. I'm like, sometimes I'd be irritated about stuff. Like, you got this braid right now that's like outside the rest of them. And I'm about to come redo your bun. <laughs> but it's not that serious. Like, and I just, I don't know. And he kept just telling me, like, you got to quit. And I, it's not... Like, I guess it's just I pick my battle. So he's like, your passive aggressiveness is your downfall. Downfall to who? I was like, why? Because I'm not messy. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to use the word angry, but I'm not. Hostile? I'm hostile. Thank you. Hostile. And I'm like, I like peace and zen. I don't like stuff keeping up. Mm -hmm. And a lot, like I said, a lot of the stuff is small. It's just me. I'm just that person. I don't. But I think that I just need to, like I said, I don't have to always be available. And that's something I'm working on. Taking my me time to click my brain off. Watch some stupid like family guy or something. Take your tracking device. Yep, take my tracking device off. <laughs> put this, you know, put the phone in a different room. Mm -hmm. Which usually every time I put the phone in a different room, I'm watching someone on TV and I want to Google something. And I'm like, <laughs> oh! Or like me, I watch YouTube on TV, but then I leave the comment and like it on the phone. I'm like, fuck! Yeah. I, I always end up bringing my phone back into the picture. And I'm like, oh my God, why do I do this? Which, I mean, I'm not saying at all that when somebody sends me a video or a meme, it's bothering me. It's not bothering me. It's just that I feel like I got to check it right then. If I, You know how with um, 
Facebook Messenger how sometimes it'll just pop up and you'll touch it. I'm like, oh, they seen I saw it and I didn't say anything yet. Oh, I look fake. It probably means I accidentally hit it and was like, mm, nobody looking for an explanation. But why do I feel the need to? Who knows? Nobody has ever had me at a point to where they were like, well, you didn't do that. That's just something in me that I created and I can't get rid of. Is that, you think that's in conjunction too? I think uh, a few episodes ago we were talking about how like uh, making yourself too available or too attentive where it's like, you know, I got to respond just yeah. in case something's going on. Da, da, da. And it's like, like you just said, nobody, me personally, I can't speak for nobody else. If you read it and you don't respond or like it or whatever, I'm not going to lose sleep. If it's an emergency, I will call you because, you know, we don't talk on the phone. Exactly. So if I call you, it's because, hey, so-and-so retweeted our <laughs> exactly. shit. Exactly. Or, hey, or I'm going to call you on video chat. Yeah, you'll leave me a message. Like, you have to call me. Exactly. You, know, you let me know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you know, let me know. Give you a little heart attack, but you know it's serious. You know, yeah. You know, most times not. But, I mean, um, nobody is, I like I said, I can't speak for everybody, but. And that's something I have to do as well. I have to be mindful of. I don't have to respond right then and there. Because if it's an emergency, my friends already know. Call me. Don't keep texting me telling me it's an emergency. Pick up the phone and call me. Because if you keep texting it's, it's an emergency to me, it ain't an emergency. And I ain't finna call you. Because you tell me you telling me it's an emergency. Anyways. I might voice message, but I mean, I can't call. <laughs> I mean. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, hey, at least you did it. Okay, so the reason why I came up with the word hostile. The other day I was in a group chat and I was just. Before I sent this in a group chat, well, we can talk about the whole group chat situation. Remind me to come back to the hostel in a group chat. Okay. Get off of here. But, um. <laughs> ain't y'all business. It ain't. So, <laughs> I was just in here the other day. Like, I was just in my room because I am. I, I don't like to call myself spiritual because I feel like it's too commercialized. And people be taking that shit as a game. Again, I do believe in God. I don't feel like Jesus is the only prophet that should have got as much notoriety. That's another I conversation for another day. But... I believe in God, God of all God, King of all kings. And then I honor my ancestors. I have my ancestor altar. That's why when you come upstairs, sometimes I close that door because it's just a personal thing. No disrespect to you, nothing. I, I ain't ashamed of it. I mean, I'm not going to go fart in your bed. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. I don't want pink eye. So I have my ancestor altar. And um, I was just, I finally was attentive to it. Cleaned out their little area. Gave them some water. We had a little meal the other day and shit like that. And, um... I was just praying, and then throughout the night, I slept so peacefully. I woke up the next morning, and I was like in the shower. Not the yellow hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in the shower, and I just had like a aha moment. I'm 32 years old, and I've always allowed people, and I've also deemed myself aggressive, abrasive, and assertive. It's nothing wrong with being assertive. But the aggression and the abrasiveness, I was trying to figure out where the fuck that was coming from. Mm -hmm. Because looking at my stepdad, looking at my dad, my biological father, my brother, who I all grew up in the house with, my mom, I don't really understand where that hostility was coming from and why. But then I started going a little further back. Mm -hmm. Growing up, being a kid, I was picked on. I was always a skinny one. I never really wore clothes that were up on trend, quote unquote. My mom wasn't one of those people out here selling pussy for Jordans and doing crazy shit. My mom wasn't out here in tip drill videos and freak nick and all that other stuff. So my mom was in the house most of the time. If she wasn't working, she was home. Um, no disrespect to nobody else. Who, if your mom didn't work, she stay at home. Mom, I'm not talking to y'all. Relax. Um... So I was just trying to figure out where all this hostility was coming from. And I think it was because when I was younger, I was very observant. 
Mm. But a lot of people, I allowed them to, um, I don't want to say diagnose, but I allowed them to de- define my personality as timid and shy. Interesting. So from those years when I was younger, I couldn't really speak up for myself because it was disrespectful. My mom spoke up for me. I can't spe- really speak up to my mom because it was deemed disrespectful. Then I got older and it was like I have to snowball backwards and make up for that time as an adult. Let these niggas, let my homegirls know, you're not finna play with me using my hands and I'm finna be the bodyguard and I'm gonna be the shooter and da da da. And then I thought about it. Why? Hmm. Why? I don't, I don't want to be hostile. It's not cute. It's not attractive. It's very Wendy Williams. It's very bitter. Okay. Um, and I'm too young and beautiful to be this hostile. Because of what I I don't I don't I didn't grow up in a, in a time where I would well in a neighborhood where I was involved in shootouts and drug dealing and running from the police. I'm not fucking what's the people name um, Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> I'm not on the run. Yeah. So it was like, why are you so hostile? Why are you so ugh, so hard body all the time? Hard body. That's what I'm looking for. So why it's you like Instagram for me? <laughs> DMX baby. Shit. R.I.P. to Earl. So it was just like, why are you so. Yeah. And then it was like, like I said, Didn't just me and you had this conversation one time about, I was like, you ever soften up? And you were like, no. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you ever soften up. I think we did, probably did. <laughs> you were like, I'm not going to soften up, not me. Right. And I was like, all right, cool, and it's like, be but you. I can, but I can still be me and be yeah. assertive, and I don't have to be so fucking hard body, though. But for me, I'm like, how do I do that? Because I'm so used to being hard body and just like, why the fuck are you talking to me? Because for me... If we don't have a conversation, let's get to the conversation. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah. I'm not really here for small talk. I mean, I don't mind it, but mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I'm good. You know, y'all have a good day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> sometimes I'm at work and I'm, I'm here to work. She going to talk to you five hours after sitting there like, <laughs> like y'all ain't been sitting there for five hours. You can mind your business. That's what the fuck you can do. Five whole hours. And she going to pop up like, hey, and it's like. Welcome, but you know what? I'm you're that's I always chalk that up to you being something I learned a term I learned in college. Uh, slow to warm up, mm. you have a temperament, you're slow to warm up. It doesn't mean anything like a box bad. Chevy, you gotta let it, gotta let that thing warm. You can't exactly. drive off. Some people just take five minutes, some people just need caffeine, some people need five hours, mm-hmm. some people just need lunch. Five hours. <laughs> <laughs> You said it. <laughs> I know. I that hurt me too. But I, I just when I got to know you, I said that was your temperament. Mm-hmm. I understood. Which, but hold on, let's let's backtrack. You got to know me though. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people be fucking up at. Mm. Now I got to get into my assertiveness or my aggressive heart. But I don't give a fuck. That's my thing. When people just automatically chalk it up to well, you're always you always got an attitude that I, that's not the case though. You don't know me outside of this environment mm-hmm. outside of our mutual friend you don't know me one-on-one you haven't mm-hmm. took the time to get to know me so for me it's just like i know who i am and that's something else i have to work on not internalizing other people's judgments and definitions of me and my personality i don't know you outside of again this environment outside of this mutual friendship because we know mm-hmm. some somebody uh both of us that both of us know mm-hmm. So it's just like, I'm not about to, I'm no longer internalizing it. And it's, I have to look at it like, okay, I understand I was hard body and I was all these other things. But then again, I have this sense, honestly, for real, 
where I can literally sense bullshit. Like, I can tell from the way you walking up on me, how you talking mm-hmm. to me, you trying to play me. I hear when you talk shit about other people. I hear when you say you do certain things so it's working out for you. I can see when you're being manipulative. So when you come to me and try that shit with me and I'm just like, okay, I'm very short with you. It's because I already, I'm already, I already peaked game. Exactly. Male or female, whether you're trying to pursue me or not. I've already peaked game and I put you where I need to put you at because I already know you want some bullshit. I don't want you in my house. I don't want you at my celebratory events because I already know you want some bullshit manipulation, gossip, drama, foolishness. And I want that shit around me. I like to have a good time. I like to cuss, drink sometimes. I like to shake my ass 100% of the time. So if I don't want to be around that, then that's what that is. And I'm going to give you what I want to give you because you don't deserve this other, this softer side of Sears. So that's what the fuck I'm going to give you. You're going to get hard body. Okay, very short. Okay, give me my answer that I need. And I'm going to walk the fuck off. Yeah. So. That's that's interesting self-reflection. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know how you, well, I don't know. I know some people, you know, we're observant people. So just in the time frame that I've known you, to hear that, I'm like, dang, she grown? I know you. <laughs> it ain't even been that long. <laughs> That's pretty mm-hmm. cool, though. Yeah. You know, that that's why you ain't going to look your age. Because, you know what, you be figuring out. When you don't, when you have a good sense of self, God rewards you with youth. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he reward me with a, a, a softer back. Because my back, well, no, my back <laughs> hasn't really been bothering me that much. But, yeah, I'm grateful for that moment. Because, like I said, I'm still trying to figure out how I can not be hard body all the time. Because, like I said, most of the time when I'm being hard body, it's because I know you come in with some bullshit or just fuckery. Versus, I can just have a conversation, and I. What I say? I'm laughing because the first thing I thought of was we gonna relax some shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, every time I'm walking now, all I hear is you. Why you, relax your shoulders? Why are you walking like that? Like I be trying to like get my walk together, but it's like my leg, my leg. Now that she so, gonna walk, y'all. My legs just be so stiff, like you know, I just be like walking. Yeah. And it's like, do I bend my knees? Like, how do I walk feminine? Like, I, I mean, don't... you're walking feminine, but <laughs> but I just have to laugh from that one oh, day. Oh, Lord. We, we had walking practice. Oh, my God. And Jennifer I was, was watching. I, I was, was like, trying, can y'all mind your business? I was trying to help her sissy that walk, and it was just, it gets like it got tense. It was very masculine. <laughs> it got Vincent t- came out that day, because <laughs> that walk was definitely big dick energy for real. <laughs> strap in my work pants because I was not bending my knees I was walking like I was in full marching mode okay I was getting ready to go to war and defend my freedom in this country that I love this country tizzly I was like cause every time I walk up I'm like damn do I like I feel like my shoulders are relaxed and then I go sit somewhere and I'm like hold on my shoulders was above my ears <laughs> I'd be like, oh. like why my neck stiff for no girl <laughs> every time every fucking time so, oh, tensing up. Speaking of tense, I went to go get a massage the other day and I went to Green Massage. You know where that is on Women's yeah. Rudolph? So, I went to Green Massage and. Did um, we shout them out or no? Fuck them. Okay. Anybody finna go after I finish the story? Okay. So, I always wonder why that parking lot is always empty. Mm-hmm. Anytime I've ever drove past this, it's always empty. And I'm like, how the fuck are y'all still open if y'all barely get customers? Mm-hmm. Looked online, they got good reviews. Oh, me and my husband had a great time. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. So I called. I'm like, hey. Well, the first time I called, it like rang like it was a phone, like a cell phone. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that should be my first red flag. Yeah. But my back was hurting so bad. I was, I have got to get a massage. That's Fourth of July weekend. Excuse me. So I called. Um, what you call it off of um, 
Madison Street. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, the the one I gave you the gift card yeah, for. Yeah. So I called mm -hmm. them, and then so I called them. They were busy. Everybody else, the known ones that I actually trust, which I only call Eden. I don't know why I said I called nobody else because I'm lying. I called Eden, and they were booked. So I was like, "Fuck!" And they said, "We can do next weekend or the weekend after." And I was like, "Oh, whatever." And I was like, "Nah, I'll just go over here." So I went to Green. Called the second time. She finally answered the phone. She doesn't speak really good English at all. And so I was like, hey, you know, can I come in for a massage? This in the third. Because I was getting my car washed. So I was like, well, can I come around like 1130? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. So I came in. And when I walked in, she was like, hello, hi, how are you? She was looking at me confused. And I was just like, I have an 1130 appointment. And she was like, still looking like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. And I was like, I called you on the phone. Oh, okay. I don't think she really realized it was me. She was just like, whatever, it's money. Yeah. So when you walk in. Use this a uh, like a little frame picture. It says gratuity is not included in the cost of the service. Being the intelligent individual that you are, what is your definition of gratuity? Is that optional? Is it mandatory? Is it a tip? You know what? I've been questioning this lately, but I do. I I consider it. I put it in the tip category. Okay, so it's optional. Yeah. Okay. Keep put that in your rolodex. Okay. All right, and listeners, y'all put that in your Rolodex as well. So I go in there, and I'm like, hey, I want a 45. I honestly want an hour and a half of being that I've never been here before. I was like, I'm going to just do 45 minutes. Yeah. That'll get me by. So when I go in, I'm like, hey, I want a 45-minute massage or whatever. She didn't ask me if I want a deep tissue, hot stone, nothing. She was just like, she she had the price list, and oh. she was pointing at the 50-minute um, one for $45. They only pointed what they want you to see. And I was like... That's why I don't get pedicure. Or, no, it was the 50 one for like $55, $60, something like that. And I was like, no, I want the 45-minute one for $50. Mm -hmm. And she was like, um, yeah, 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 that's the one. I was like, no, but you're pointing at the 50-minute one. I said 45 minutes. I'm done arguing with this lady, whatever. So I'm telling her I want the $50 one. She takes my debit card and swipes it, $40. I'm looking at her, I'm like... I pass the price sheet to her, mm -hmm. flip it around, and <laughs> point one. at the 50 one. I said, it's supposed to be $50. And she looked at me and was like trying to grab my card. I was like, you're not going to swipe my card again. So I gave her, thank God, this one time I have cash. Mm -hmm. I handed her a $10 bill. And she said, okay, we can go to the back. I'm like, all right, cool. So we go to the back. I get on the table or whatever because I've got massage before. I already know. I should have known again from the phone. She don't understand shit I'm saying at the, at the desk. And then I get into <laughs> I get into the room to get a fucking massage. Cigarette burns in the sheet. It's literally like lighter burns. Like I don't know. To me, it looked like cigarette burns. And then it's this makeshift massage table. My bad. I'm sorry. So it's like the, the little table, and you know the part where your face goes in. Yeah. When you go into like eating or massage envy, they have like the little circle and it's like a little cushion around yeah. it. Very comfortable. No. They cut a hole. You can literally see the, the fabric coming out the bottom of the table when you look down. <laughs> was it made of just black cardboard? And it was, it was literally cardboard. enough for like this party. If you got a big face, your they eyes have, are going to be squished. They tend to have smaller faces. So they made well, it. They cut it from their own face. I don't. All right, man. Whatever. I guess <laughs> it literally felt like I would have Sorry. my face in the saucer cup. You know, the saucer plate. Yeah, yeah. I said saucer cup. The saucer plate. So I put my little face in there and I'm like, oh my God, this is so ghetto. So I'm no, getting a massage and I'm wearing biker shorts. I'm wearing a, a, a sports bra and a t-shirt. So of course I come out of my sports bra and my t-shirt. I don't feel comfortable for whatever reason to come out of my biker shorts. And I'm glad the fuck I didn't. So she comes in, we're talking. I'm really sitting here like, what is going to happen? So we, uh, she proceeds to like do the massage and she's 
so hard body and I'm like she was like do you mind and I was like yeah (laughs) exactly I was like you are being a little heavy over here and so she started doing the massage and when she was massaging me I got massaged before she put the sheet over me and she starts raw dog massaging me like she ain't put no oils on her hand on my back or nothing it was just the sheet rubbing on my skin and her hands are like rubbing on sheet and I'm like what part of the massage what is this is this the the pregame because I don't like this part leave this part out and then start my 45 minutes when you start oil on my back up and lubing me up you don't just be sticking and rubbing all up on me what if you was dry then you're just gonna be white back exactly <laughs> so I was just like um I was just like I'm not we're not finna do that I'm not you're not finna you know no ma'am so I was like all right whatever so then as we're in the middle of the massage I'm finally relaxed and got my shoulders off my ears the front door dings to indicate that a customer's coming in. Oh, she God. stops the massage. Hello, how can I help you? Okay, yeah, yeah, no minute. Okay, we have, and she, I guess she was explaining the way or whatever. And the guy was like, okay, da, 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 and walks out. She comes back in, did not wash her hands, and proceeds to continue to massage She's not wearing me. type of gloves or anything? Okay. Do they normally mm. do that? I don't know. No. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. They usually just, just do their wash. wash their hands, yeah. Makes and of sense. course, when they're doing facials, they keep their hands washed. But I mean, yeah. you just went out there, you touched the door, you're probably talking to people, touching shit. Priceless. Exactly. Pointing in the wrong area. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So she proceeds to continue to do my massage. And I guess the guy like walked out and came back in. So I guess he was looking for the bathroom or whatever massage room. So he's opening massage room doors for whatever reason. And then she stops again, goes back out to assist him. Yep. And, you know, basically, like, you know, what do you need? Da, da, da. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. And she points to the bathroom. Comes back and wraps up the massage. Still no hand wash. Nope. Nah, no. You're still, like, literally a ghost under a sheet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and then that's this is the part why I'm saying I'm glad I left my biker shorts on because the sheet was long enough, but I didn't feel comfortable with her going in and out yeah. so much being butt-ass naked. And she was, it was just her there, no? Yes. But then... Um, when, when I initially went back into the room, she was, ta- I heard her talking to somebody. So my thing is, why didn't they go open the door and help the people that came Girl, in after me? You're no. doing too much. So then I thought that, I thought that was, I was going to really have to call the cops or she was going to call the cops. So after we wrap more, <laughs> right. After we finished wrapping up the massage or whatever, I go out to the front and I'm getting ready to walk out. She looks at me and go like, she gave me this look and I'm looking at her like, what? And she was like, uh, uh. She's pointing, she picks up the little she the little sheet that's on the side that says gratuity is not included in the service. Mm-hmm. She picks up the paper and proceeds to point at it, tapping at it. And she was like, uh, no tip, no, 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 gratuity, gratuity. And I was like, yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, I understand gratuity um is not included in the service, but I've already paid you. And she was like, Yeah, I understand. But she was like, You paid my boss, you didn't pay me. And I was looking at her like, the look on my face was just like, insert Walker gift, the fuck and? But in my mind, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Disrespectfully as hell. I don't give a shit. So she was like, you pay my boss. You didn't pay me. And I'm looking at her like, man, you got on a polo and some chucks. You're not hurting for shit. I mean, I know polos and chucks ain't expensive, but it's like, and even, if you, even if you didn't have that shit on for me, it was just like, you're not in my mind. I don't know if I was just being too black thinking too much Mm-mm. but in my mind i was just like she's finessing you she's trying to get some more money out of you and i at this moment i had to make that decision do i want to be nice and give it to her to shut her up or am i gonna stand up for myself and just be like well i already paid for a service and i personally don't want to tip you and i don't have to so i was like mentally in my mind like, i don't want to call the cops on me but i'm not about to let you hold me out no tip 
a tip is optional. So she was like, you pay my boss, you didn't pay me. And I was like, okay, but I've already paid you. And I said, I don't want to tip you. She took the card up front. That's her fault. Exactly. Because I made sure I looked at it. <laughs> and when I signed the receipt, it was like, she was like pointing in the tip section. I forgot lately that oh. I left that part out. So when I initially went in there and she swiped my card on the tip section, she was pointing at the tip. And I was looking at her so and I was like. she wanted a tip off top. So when I swiped my card, when I signed the receipt. I put a big red zero with the line through it, and I put the amount that she swapped my car for, which was $40, with the two zeros, just mm -hmm. to be sure you ain't trying to bum, 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 me. I feel like I'm going to start taking pictures of receipts after I do that from here Girl! On. And so, I signed the receipt or whatever, and she gave me my receipt. So, um, back to the end of the, the whole transaction, uh, the massage. So, I'm like, well, I understand I paid your boss. I said, but I paid you the fee. And I'm not paying. I said, well, if I'm not mistaken, gratuity is optional. It's the same as a tip. Now she don't speak English. She don't hear me. And I was like, well, I don't want to tip you and I'm not going to tip you. And that's exactly what I said. And that's how I said it. Because me personally, when I go out, I have no problem tipping people. Yeah. I can go out and get a $15 meal. And if I want to and I got it, I'll give you a $20 tip. Like, if I feel like You're a generous tipper. Which I have. I don't have a problem with tipping. Don't, it don't do nothing. I love I ain't Chad Ocho Cinco out here. <laughs> Did you do that? Yes. Yeah. He be out here tipping for real. I'm like, damn. want to get a waitress job. Hello. See where he be at. In Tampa? He be in Tampa. If you in Tampa, you better get you. I would love to meet him. Oh, my he God. He seems very personable. Yes. And then his fiance, I know she probably be like, you see that video when he was like, uh, she just keep farting? No. <laughs> I was like, this nigga ignorant. <laughs> but okay, let me come back. So I'm like, well, I don't want to tip you. I don't have to. And gratuity is optional. And she was just like, but you pay my boss. You didn't pay me. And I was like, Get the definition of gratuity while I'm right. You. So in my mind, I'm just like, okay, well, like I'm looking at her like at this point, like, well, you can call the cops or get over it. So then I was just looking at her like, okay, well, all right. So then I, I got it. So as I'm getting ready to turn, at least she's like, I was like, well, I pointed at the thing and I was like, I understand it's not a part of the service. I said, but I'm not going to tip you and I don't want to. And I left it at that. And she was like, okay, you don't have to tip me. And she like shooed me off. God, and I'm like, I'll knock your sign over. I'll knock all these peppermints over. So I just, I just left. Took a handful. Right. <laughs> and, and I had my purse. I should just put some in my purse. They was the good peppermints too. Oh. The dinner ones. Oh. Right. I know. So as I'm leaving or whatever, I get um in my group chat and I'm asking Jessica Court and Olivia, like, am I overthinking this? Like, am I wrong for not tipping her? Like, I'm really bad one because like you said, I, I don't mind tipping. Yeah. I, I, I love tipping. Yeah. But... For whatever reason, my mind, my spirit was just like, she's finessing you because not only did you pay for a service, but now you're, she's trying to force a tip. And for me, if you deserve a tip, you're going to get a tip. Maybe other people of color or people you've experienced in general no, have so not tipped like you. Trash. So it was, and that's the same thing I said. Like, I understood I could have left at any time. I understand that, but I decided to go ahead and go through with it. And I had already paid for it. So I'm definitely going to get my motherfucking massage, mm -hmm. whether it was shitty or not. Yeah. But the fact was, the massage was trash, and I'm not going to give you no fucking tip. No. Just like when I go to a restaurant, if the food is garbage, and you're a garbage-ass waiter or waitress, you're not getting a tip from me. Don't look at me and assume I'm not going to tip you, because that's yeah. where you be getting fucked up at. And, and I was definition just, is a tip to a waiter, taxi cab driver, etc. Like it's, so, it's optional. It's, it's not mandatory. Optional. And most of the time, and because you know me, I be going to them nice little fancy restaurants and restaurants in general. When you have a certain amount of people, you work in the food industry. Yeah. When you have a certain amount of people, not me leaning all in, just like <laughs> I find me. 
when you have a certain amount of people at a, in a dinner party, gratuity sometimes is mandatory. What is it like eight or more or some shit like yes. that? Twelve or more? Mm-hmm. Gratuity is included, and it says that on the menu. Sometimes the waiter, the waitress, explain it, and it'll definitely say it on the receipt. Maybe bust the heads with that too. Show sure do. Woo. That's why they love dinner parties, and I'll be like. Because I'm like, hold on. Because that's the first thing I thought of was, hold on, restaurants, gratuity. And I'm like, that's optional. Like, if it's mandatory, they would stay. I hope they would stay in it. But she was, and I was just like, when I, went, when I got in the group chat, I was like, damn, am I wrong for that? Because like, I kind of, for a split second, I felt really bad. But then I was like, oh, fuck that. I didn't want to tip her because I don't have to tip you. You're not going to guilt no. me into tipping you. And it's good that you held on to that because you could have, like you said, if you felt finessed, I'm pretty sure she's probably the boss. I didn't think about that. And that's the first thing I thought of. She's probably the boss. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm glad that you held on to that because it does sound like it was going to be a finesse. And it was a her dumb fault for taking the money up like off top. Right. That and that also makes me wonder. I don't like that because and that's the thing I said. I was like, I gotta pay before I get the massage. She's like, yes. And I'm like, I feel like she did. I, I bet you she didn't do it to do it after you. I don't think she did. She didn't. She Cause she wasn't out there long enough to swipe no car, and I didn't really hear nothing about payment or no money transactional amounts and like that. When have you ever? And yes, and Eden is way nicer than Green Massage, so they don't ask you for that shit up front. You pay after the yeah. fact. Cause what if you add on? And I'm yes, Asian community. I'm picking on y'all for a minute. Like when you go to a nail shop, they don't. They'll tell you what you know how much it's going to be, but they don't. They'll, Go above and beyond. They'll take the money towards the end. Mm-hmm. Towards the, about when you're about the drying process. Which I'm like, can you wait till after I dry? Right, because I'm, I'm over trying nails. to pull the card out. But they need to. They don't trust us, and that's why a lot which of times I don't understand. I don't really support the businesses because I'm. I know that I work hard for my money. Mm-hmm. I'm not out here finessing people lying finagling to get a check so if you're not going to treat me with respect i can find other places i'm i'm really need to find well i order i've been ordering hair stuff online but i hate having to go into the hair store Mm -hmm. because everything is upcharged half of it's old yep does be all up on the jc's that um now I will buy the food, but <laughs> that's about it. Nails, Jackie. I keep that black. I'm just being honest mm-hmm. because I'm not here for the for the the customer tricks. service experience is not yeah. the same. Even when I go to a beauty salon, if you like you said the nail shop, when you see how they treat Caucasians, I seen it when I got my feet done for the July weekend. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know why I did all this shit for the July weekend. Should have just relaxed. Whatever, it's done. When I went in there, the way that they were talking to the African-American lady, I don't know if they already had a relationship. Maybe I need to mind my business. But it's just sometimes how they talk to you. Like, hey, girl, who your man? You got a man? You got a boyfriend? And it's like, you sound stupid. Like, don't do that. And then I'd be like, mm, I don't even want to talk to you. Let's keep it. Just do my nails so I can leave. Like, at this point, I want to be bougie and uppity. And I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling you. Yeah. And then you got the white people where they be like, oh, here's the menu. Would you like some water? Da, da, da. And it's like, damn, I sat down two minutes before her. You didn't offer me no champagne, no wine, no nothing. You just yep let me sit down let the water get cold and then you want basic massage no bitch i want the deluxe actually and you still ain't getting no fucking tips so she want to be a smart ass check this out i got i remember one time i got a pedicure i went to this place i don't even think it's in business or it's change owners whatever so they show me the list 
At the time, that was at a time when I actually did get pedicures more than once a year. <laughs> so I really, mainly, I just needed a polish change. Mm-hmm. But I was like, while I'm here, I might as well get a little scraped off, whatever. So I just went for the basic because I was just like, I don't really need it as hard as it as I did. You right. know, I'm, I'm, I've been keeping up. So I point at the basic. This man proceeds to tell me, you can't get that. Girl. I said, excuse me? He said... We don't do the basic on adults. I said, it's $30. What child with little bitty feet right. are you giving a pedicure for $30? Because I'm not bringing a child in here getting a pedicure for $30. <laughs> he said, those are only for children. You're supposed to list that, though. So I said, you know what? Let me shake my feet off real quick. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I'll go somewhere else. Needless to say, in the end, I did get my... $30 choice, but the fact that you assumed something about me to where you didn't want, because I'm sure if somebody else came in and asked for that, they would have got it. Yep, no problem. And like I said, I didn't, it wasn't like my feet looked like, um, what's on Martin? What was her name? Myra. Myra. I didn't have Myra's feet now. Right now, if you say, hey, get back here, it might be a different story. I don't know, I've been soaking in the Epsom salt lately, so they, they kind of soft right now. <laughs> but. I just it just frustrated me and I just slowly started backing off and then few well way back when I first started getting my nails done I didn't have a set person so I was just kind of getting a feel here and there and the I saw the quality of my nails just going down mm-hmm. down 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 and my breaking point I have a crooked finger okay crooked finger you can see my crooked finger mm-hmm. my nail is that a black thing because that's how my middle finger is too yeah. I don't know it must be but my nail technically, my nail's crooked, but my nail was technically straight, but my finger's crooked, so it gives the illusion, right, right my nail is crooked. Mm-hmm. So, Jackie usually fixes it, not a problem. She straightens, she knows how to straighten it up. Mm-hmm. So, I went to a guy who, because I used to dabble in nails. I'm not no acrylic jeans. I used to just put a little paint on there. I thought I was doing designs off the internet. Okay, I thought I was book, booking, looking the bio. Yeah, I thought I was, you know. I, I should have made him a hobby for money, but whatever. Um, hey, it's never too late. Exactly right. But, uh, but I told him, I was like, hey, can you, you know, and I told him how to fix it because he should know. He told me it couldn't be done. I said, I'm not getting ready to give you money for you to tell me it can't be done. Right. So he told me I'll cut it off and put a fake nail on. Not cut it off. You still got to file it and your finger's still going to be crooked. I told him, I said, why can't you put acrylic on this side to build it straight? He said, I can't do that. Okay. And then I said, you know So what? you shouldn't be no damn nails at Yeah. Man. So this is at the point where I said, let me start searching. So that's when I found Jackie. And I was just like, okay. How long have you been going to Jackie? I've been going to her so long, I can't even remember. <laughs> Jackie, if you remember, let me know. Because I can't remember. You was going with her. You was going she was her. sitting in the middle. <laughs> Not sitting in the middle. She was sitting in the middle at Sam's. I'm going to say Sam's. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Sam's, but she was sitting in the middle. Mm-hmm. I remember that now. Didn't you she... put me on the jacket though? Was no, it we jacket? actually. Oh, no. because somebody, somebody that I know, we got mutual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she was sitting in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that was back when I used to go in there and get like. And I love going to Jackie because Jackie yeah. gets me. Jackie's very yep. quiet. No, she's not quiet. Jackie just oh, nothing. And I love it. Me personally, you don't got a high, high kiki. Like if we, like if me and Jackie do have conversations, it's again, it's organic, it's genuine. Yep. 
but it's not like, oh, hey, how are you? They're like, they're trying to force that customer. It's like, girl, me. let me tell you. About... And then there's like a brief moment of silence. But for y'all are cool with that. But me and Jackie, usually when I go, it's complete silence. And I'm perfectly, I don't give a That's fuck. That's how it was when I, when I first started going It doesn't silence. bother me. It's not like, oh, she was, she was just nasty and she didn't speak. I don't give a fuck. Because if I want to talk to Jackie, I'm going to talk to her. Yep. If Jackie got something said to me, she said. And our personalities just work, and it's perfect. It's like I get yep. my nails done. It's peace and quiet in here. It's cool, da da da. And I'm good. And they're like, all right, Jackie, I see you next time. Da da. Book yep. appointment, and we're and it's nothing. It's no beef, no drama. Because yep. I hate when you try and force the customer service child leave me the fuck alone. Give me my service. That's how I am. I think a lot of people yep. don't like that. I don't want to be chatty, chatty all the time. Even though I know I talk a lot, talk fast, but sometimes I don't want to fucking talk. I just. Whatever I'm paying you for, give me that. Unless I, you know, want a little conversation. And then I understand when some people be like, I'm just here to work. And I don't give a fuck about what you're saying in your life. So let me get you what the fuck you need to get the fuck on. I get it because I be the same way. It's different when the person is personable. Mm-hmm. Like, she may be quiet, but she's also very personable. personable. Mm-hmm. You know, I went and like, for instance, I've gotten my hair done by people who talked my head off. And I was like, you say more. Anyway, <laughs> say more mm-hmm. because you're not saying anything. Talk more because I just go into silent mode. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm annoyed or by them or anything. I just, I, I'm i there to get it done. I, <laughs> I don't, I'll talk with you. Like, I'll, I'll respond, but I'm not going to be like, girl, guess what? Right. And that's just how I am. And, like, I don't mind that. If there's somebody who, you know, some people just give off that vibe of they're not going, hey, Go in there and sit down. I'll be in there in a minute. Right. Yeah. They on the phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got my hair braided one time, y'all. And you can't get your hair braided. I now will get not get my hair braided just by any old body. I now have been standards. Telling you that. I've been telling you that. I used to get. Been told you that. Let me tell you what my breaking point was. My breaking point was I found this young lady close to home. This is the one where I saw you? Mm-mm. Oh. No. This one was. In, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be politically correct. It was in a housing project. Oh, okay. Um, I liked her because I'm one of those people, if I'm getting my hair braided, I'm, I don't want it to be like I went to work. Okay, I'm coming. I want to come as early as possible and leave as early as possible because I still want to have a day. Right. She agreed because she had things to do. Five in the morning. Girl, say less. And you right around the corner. I'm on my way. <laughs> well, first of all, I had a bad feeling because somebody followed me to her house. From like I pulled out onto uh, like out of my neighborhood, and somebody like tailed me all the way to her place, which wasn't that far from where I stay. It was around the corner, but they took and like literally they followed me to when I parked. So I called her and said, "Hey, I'm outside, but can you open the door or come to me because they, it's five in the morning, right, on a Saturday? So you know everything is dead." Mm-hmm. I was like, "This car followed me here." So she did, and I was like, thank you so much. She was very sweet. She did great work. But I was there for like six hours because she kept stopping to smoke. Mm. Like, and I had gotten, at the time, I had, it was just box. No, it wasn't, it wasn't box. It was a twist. I think I got a single edge twist. Mm-hmm. But she smoked. And she smoked. Now, I knew once the kids, you know, people with kids, once the kids wake up, I know you got to get them, get right. cereal. So she did that. Not a problem. By then, I needed a break anyway. But it started hurting. Then, when the homies came over. Oh, Lord. Now, I'm sitting here with about six dudes 
sitting around me going, not Nick. Oh, hey, not the men. Hey, hey. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You look familiar. Yeah, I'm. I'm from around here. You so and so. Oh man. Who you know? Nobody. <laughs> you smoke. Diane, you ain't gotta be look, mean. You smoke. <coughs> no. Oh my bad. I guess I shouldn't do that. I mean, I'm in a cloud. Like. It's, and it's 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 and not window. It's cigarettes, cigarweed, you know, it's all of it. And I'm just Smokes like I'm just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't bring no water, ain't nobody offered me no juice. Lord. I'm just sitting there just, just drop. <sighs> just drop. Then she keep hold on, I'll be right back. And I'm just sitting there and they're all just looking at me. That hurt. Mm-hmm. My hair's tight. <laughs> I bet I could do that. They're like some little project, but I dudes be so annoying sometimes. Lord. Hey, what? Like, you know, and I'm outnumbered, so I'm just kind of like, what? Oh, my God. And it's just, but she did great work. Mm -hmm. Didn't cost a ton. I was there for half a day. Because mm -hmm. I had a little, it was, I remember, it was a girls' night out with some co-workers. We was going to uh, Jazz on the Line. Ooh. And I was okay with it because I was like, I'm going to be drunk. Mm -hmm. And it was some kind of people that, like, even though we bought wine, they still brought like liquor, so we were like, Ugh. by the time it was Lizard over, a goose. yeah, because we've been drinking vodka on top of wine, so the pain was okay. But it was just like the whole thing of I ain't trying to be here all day, and then all these people, because I was like, you know what? And this is where I turned into like a cop. I was like, there are drugs in here. What if I go to jail oh my with my God. hair half braided? I can't go half braided. Both gonna be like this. This girl, she let her go, child. She Pro tip, by the way, I've never been in jail, but I know a thing or two about when people get apprehended. And can y'all please do me a favor? If you know you finna fight, argue, or something, attach your weave properly that day, or take it off. Or if you take it off, make sure the hair underneath is properly styled because I hate looking at the booking log and seeing a bunch of buckwheats. And on that note, we gonna buck it up and wrap it up, cause you don't, you just went too far. Not buck, buckwheat, buckwheat. If you ain't got no edges and you know you don't put a headband on up under your wig, so when they take you to jail, maybe they'll just leave a headband on, cause they see the struggle. They gonna take you know it off, cause they know you're struggling. I almost got that job, and I promise you, I'd have been down there like, baby, here, put a part in it, slick it down. And I'm gonna let hey, I'm, them three o'clock in the morning domestic violence one. There ain't nothing you can do about that. You know what? I might, ma'am, just if you would grab your ponytail and just kind of smooth it out a little bit. They be looking frazzled. I have been on it in a while, but I'm just like, Lord. I was on the other Because when you see people you know, I'll be like, all right, this is a little too consistent for me. I just wish that they, I know that they're, they're, they're not there for, it's not a beauty pageant. But y'all be letting some people look their absolute worst. Don't be giving that name. I understand if they're being difficult. Let them be difficult. But if they just got that one piece of hair, get them together. Don't that's be somebody's, a that's somebody's child. Get them together. Well, you would want somebody to get you together if you had a DUI. You don't be in there looking like, <laughs> like you've you been asleep. You got crust in your eye. They're going to get a close-up of the crust in your eye. <laughs> you just got to, you know, we got to look out for one another, even in mug shots. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Even in mug shots. That's right. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Is we finished or is we done? Both of them. I'm hungry. Me too. I'm going to go eat my food. Me too. You going to stay here and eat or you going to leave? I mean, you don't have to. I'm just asking. I don't know. I might go home because I still need to soak my feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I offered. Anyways. She did. She's so neighborly. I'm tired, though, for real. You mean you both? I've been whining all day. Anyway, we out. So, follow us on Twitter at TheScatPod, T-H-E-E-S-C-A-T-T-P-O-D, TheScatPod on Twitter. Um, I just want to do a shameless plug, and I will leave their Twitter link in... Um, the description box yeah, and I will leave, leave it in Twitter I'm and I will, I, I will no I'll leave the website for this black owned company I hate to say this but they are like the black version of Etsy and everything on there it's a black form it's a black form it's a black owned platform and everything on it that they're selling is from a black owned business um and everything on there is self-explanatory the custom services a1 the two businesses that I've ordered from um I placed the order on I want to say like Wednesday or Thursday and I've already gotten one of my items um which is a matte black fruit basket so i just wanted to shout out i don't know how you say it but i think it's myra or mira m as in mike i i r y a um and like i said i'll leave their link to their website and if you all are on twitter let them know that the scattered podcast sent you uh purchase tell a friend to tell a friend and support them it's a black owned business again we appreciate y'all um thank you again to our avid listeners our established audience thank y'all for tuning in every episode for giving us feedback for talking to us for communicating with us and for um promoting our podcast and sharing it with your friends and family church members co-workers sugar daddies sugar mamas um <laughs> uh, and when you when you do tell people about it, don't be like me and forget the that D has two E's in it because apparently it's your show, but you okay. I exactly, exactly. Can you like that sometimes? I'm gonna have to like write it on the back of my hand or something because that looks bad. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm telling on myself so I'll do better. I mean, 